Monogamish contains content intended for mature audiences. The views expressed here are for entertainment purposes only. Please enjoy the show. Of course, the, the, the ranch. Everybody knows the ranch here uh-huh. in town. And I was a member out there for a couple of years. And so we would go two or three or four times a month because okay. you can go as many times as you want when right. you're an mm-hmm. annual member. So we'd been there. Oh, heavens. This was prior to my lovely Danielle's days. But uh, <laughs> so I was there with another gal and uh, we were having a wonderful conversation with a couple we'd just met. And all of a sudden, I noticed someone out of the corner of my eye that I knew my date would want to know was there. And so I very rudely interrupted their conversation. And I said, I don't mean to interrupt, but look right over there. And here comes my oldest daughter and son-in-law approaching. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm Justina. And I'm Kenji. And we're monogamish. All right, Ishes, we just finished another great episode that you guys are getting ready to hear. Yep, with Ken and Danielle. Oh, amazing couple. Yeah, they're really awesome people. So I have a question. How do you deal with being essentially attacked inside of your own community? Right. Like yeah. Ken and Danielle did. Oh, man, yeah. And, and we've had this happen to us, Yeah. you know, a couple different times, you know, with some different people. And it's, uh, man, it's hard. It is hard. It is. I think, you know, if you're being attacked because of good reason, so if you've done something wrong within the community, if you're constantly ignoring consent or, you know, breaking rules, Mm -hmm. whether it's at a house party or a public place, you need to be called out and you need to be held accountable. Exactly. But when it's something like this where, you know, they got called out, and you guys will hear more about it in the show, mm-hmm. um, for having personal parties at their house. and or just having parties in general. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's not only the type of party that they were having um, that these people were called out for, but they added stuff onto them. Like they're they're giving alcohol to minors. There's kids involved. There's prostitution like, happening. Right. Yeah. And you don't understand that this can really fuck with people's lives. This mm-hmm. is their families. This is their kids. This is their jobs. This is them losing their house. Their livelihood. Their livelihood yeah. over something that was consensual mm-hmm. and you know that is has no involvement with kids whatsoever. I. Most of these parties that we've gone to are 21 and up, period. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, um, you know, no illegal drugs are being sold here. No. You know? It's not no, about there's, that. There's no prostitution. There's no. no there's no money exchanging hands. This is between 1 to 20 Consenting. consensual adults. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, everybody's in on it. Right. It's really just the, like, petulant, like, childlike tantrum. They're having parties. Meh. Well, I'm going to call the sheriff's department and say that all this stuff's happening so they can get their party shut down. Meh. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. It's just inappropriate behavior all around, and it shouldn't be in any community. Like, no. if you have a problem with somebody, you should go to that person and directly let them know. You shouldn't be using the police or using the sheriff's, <laughs> the office. sheriff's office or the, the, the public county. works county yeah. for all of your own personal issues mm-hmm. like they they weren't doing anything to hurt anybody or he hurt the community and somebody took it upon well, well except for that pinwheel that was a pretty offensive pinwheel. <laughs> i know right <laughs> but you guys will hear about the pinwheel later in the show <laughs> what, what kind of shitty place are we living in now where you know you get these anonymous calls these right. anonymous tips and you know you have to go all the cops and everything are involved well why the fuck is that Right. Why, why aren't you why aren't you investigating this anonymous tip first of all mm-hmm. first of all why is it anonymous 
if you're gonna give me this tip, fuck no. You got to you, you should better give up your name, yeah. your fucking address, your number, right. all this shit. So in case we you know we come back and we find that shit not happening, right? Own that, your shit. PCG. Own, PCG. own PCG. your motherfucking PCG. shit. You own know your shit. Yeah. If you're gonna do it. Don't yeah. be scared when your ass gets called out yeah, for it that's because fucking right. it's not okay. It's not appropriate behavior. And as a community in a whole, personally, I believe that the people that were responsible for this shouldn't be involved in the ranch or any of our clubs anymore. Yeah, you if should you be kept out. Yeah. If you want to turn on your own community members and put them on blast and send their pictures, you know, their private pictures that you pulled off online without their consent to strangers and you know, put them and their lives, their jobs, their homes, their kids at stake, then you shouldn't be part of the community anymore. Absolutely. And how and how come these people aren't arrested right. and charged? Because what they did because what they did what they did is what they did was really some felonious shit. Right. You know? And you're going, wait a second, you know, if you know the names, if you know what's going on, if you know the backstory there, why aren't these people in jail? Right. Mm-hmm. And or charged with some sort point, of crime. At this point, you know, we don't have the option of doing that. It's neither here, there, yeah. nor there. But we do have the option of knowing who these people are and, and calling, calling them shit. out and making sure that they don't get invited to other parties or have the opportunity <clears throat> to do this to other people mm-hmm. because it needs to end here. Or if we see them at other parties, I'm definitely going to let the fucking owners know, hey, do you know right. who th- what these people are doing? Right. And or what they've done. And what they've done, and right. this is what's going on. Right. And I'll call them out into their fucking face. You fucking know I will. <laughs> God damn it. All right, Ishes, you know what to do. Get your popcorn, get your drinks, get ready for another great episode. You're going to hear all about this, and you're going to hear the wonderful way that Ken and Danielle handled this whole situation. Very, very tactful. Yes, absolutely. And and don't forget, if you want to support us, we still have our Cash App. Don't forget to look for Monogamish Pod in all one word for Cash App. Or if you want to support us uh, regularly, monthly, actually, go ahead and look for us on Patreon. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Bye, Ishes. Bye. Welcome to the show. We have another great episode. I know today, some of my favorite people in the whole entire world. I love you guys. <laughs> met you guys a couple of years ago. Only met you guys a few times. But still, thank yes. you for coming on our show. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you for Welcome. having us. We have Ken, Ken and Danielle. Ta-da. Pleasure. Heck yeah. <laughs> so you are like one of the foundations of why we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this. But no. So yes. a lot of – we've talked about on the show in the past um, – there's been parties where issues have happened, crockpot party, things like that. And we have wanted to break that cycle. We want to mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, it's known that this is, we want to normalize this, but also we want to be supportive of everybody in the community. Whether they're a competition and they're throwing a party on the same night as you or not, it shouldn't matter because right. there's enough There's enough room for, you know, and this community is growing big enough that there's right. room for everybody. Absolutely. Right? And so. I, I think your comment is is perfect and that is break the cycle break the cycle yes Let, yes. Let's, yes let's let's make this right. an all-inclusive pod bring everybody in give everybody the opportunity to be who they truly are so right yes, as it should be good for right. this community is all about right yeah. you bet. Yeah. so first season we went to one of your parties um, wonderful yes yep. at the summit house and it was awesome that was when jen was our co-host mm-hmm. and kenji mm-hmm. was helping drew behind the camera and we just had a blast and we loved you guys from the get 
Well, thank oh, yeah. you. We had we had a nickname for you. Uh, oh yeah. Hugh. Oh, <laughs> new age Hugh Hefner people. Yes. There yeah. he goes. The I'm Hugh honored. Hefner. Oh yes. I'm honored. Oh yeah. Ken's even cooler. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> May I do him justice? No, no, yes, you do. Yes, you do. The new Hugh. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, I have never been more impressed with a party than the way that you throw your parties. Mm-hmm. Oh my Wonderful. gosh. Thank yeah. you. Oh um, my, from the spread. Oh to, yeah. Like just the warmth Food. and from everybody. I know. I know. There they're so well organized. Um, the food is is the perfect food. Like yes. it's something that you're okay with having a little bite, knowing that you're about to go, you know, have a whole face full of cock. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's an appet. It's a happytizer. Yes. Or, happy-tizer. or, or, or tit, as the case may be. Right. That's right. <laughs> or tit too. Yeah, That's I right. say like the food is very very light. It's not so like overpoweringly like smelly. Like if you had right. like, onions or right. anything. Oh, it's just. Perfect. Yeah. Well, and, really the, perfect. and it's designed to be walking bites. Mm-hmm. There are no sauces, no plates. I mean, you can plate it up if you want, right. but you mm-hmm. can just walk by and say, oh, that looks good. Because one of my favorite parts is about midnight, we have naked men circling the table, pounding protein. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> Next. Yeah. And they need to be able to access that easily. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but even more important than the food, it's clean. Mm-hmm. It is one of the cleanest venues that we've ever been to. Like you, you the sheets are clean. There's extra towels. Like I don't, I won't play in a place if it's not clean. Like yeah. I'm very picky. <laughs> so we've played at your parties before, and I just I love how clean it is, how comfortable everything is, how you have the whole house set up. It's amazing. Thank mm-hmm. you. Well, that's that's kind of part of our occupation. I mean, our house yeah. also serves as a B and B during the week. Oh yeah. A vanilla B and B, unfortunately, but a four still, tw- still a four twenty B and B. That's four, right. Four twenty. Oh, yes. yes. That's right. But, but it has yeah. to be. Clean. We live there. Yes. Uh-huh. It's our home. Right, and so these parties are not uh, are not a um, a commercial venue to us. Mm-hmm. This is people coming into our home, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, right. Yes. yes. No, it's impeccable. I have to thank you from the start. Say that thank you very every much. One yeah. of your parties I've thoroughly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So, when did you guys let's back up? How did you guys get in the lifestyle? Holy mackerel! What a big question. <laughs> I, I mentally, I think I've been a lifestyler, as it were, most of my life. Okay. I can I can remember when I was 20 years old reading the O'Neill's book called Open Marriage, and it made so much sense to me. Okay. Even though I came out of a very religious uh, background prior to that point, there were things in my mind that said, "Hmm, these restrictions, these guilt trips, these 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 faults, the condemnations, none of this seems to jive with what I feel inside." And The O'Neills was a pretty remarkable book. It was one of the first big publications, I think, at the time that espoused more of an open ideal. And okay, it really nice. caught my attention. Of course, I didn't have much opportunity to, to live that uh, thought or at concept the at the time. Uh, but as I got older, uh, in my first and second marriages, and we, we began to explore some of those possibilities. Uh, but it really wasn't until, uh, gee, just seven, eight years ago that I really had the opportunity for the first time to live those things which I'd wanted to do for so long. And then, of course, I ran into this wonderful woman here, and, <laughs> oh, and, wow. and together our two interests and energies jived together. And, well, I think it was uh, one of our dear friends that you guys know on your, your program that said, gee, you guys should host and throw a lifestyle party. We got, Wow. That's a great idea. We should. Right. So really, for me, active participation in the lifestyle didn't happen until probably seven or eight years ago. 
Okay. Wow. Yeah. See, I told you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Love it. Love it. What about you, Danielle? Um, when when I was eighteen, I fear uh, I was going. Okay, you know, I'm I'm graduated. I'm on my own. I'm living my own life, and I'm ready to start looking for partners. Okay. And at the time, I just I said, okay, I'm, I need to look for three men. I need a playmate, a lover, and a romance. Oh, and wow. I did not assume that they would be the same person, because <laughs> why would you? Right. Oh wow! <laughs> it didn't make sense. That I mean, I want three things, so I was looking for three people, and um, so I dated a bit, and I you know I had some friends, and I really enjoyed having friends, and then I met my husband who hit all three categories. Oh, wow. So I was I married at 21. I was married for 21 years, and it was an exclusive relationship, oh, wow. and then um, when that ended. It was kind of funny because um, the joke was that um, because I had a lot of friends and a lot of different lifestyles, most of my friends were in um, either poly or BDSM. Okay. Oh. And so I was witness to both. They knew that I was not available. They pushed, you know, they were like, well, how unavailable are you? Right? <laughs> and why wouldn't you? <laughs> but, right. But uh, to me, integrity is the only thing you bring to the table and take back with you. So Thank that's you. really important to Thank me. You. Um, but when I was divorced, the joke was Danielle was not as promiscuous as some people feared or other people hoped. <laughs> <laughs> True humble. <laughs> So, um, but even then, uh, serial monogamy never made sense to me. People lock into a single relationship, expect one person to meet all their needs, and you can't adjust a relationship without a cataclysmic event. Right. A heart yeah. must be broken in order to change the parameters. When that doesn't even make sense. Right. So I've always been naturally open. Okay. And I've been used to more of the, um, I guess, the, the um, outside plays. Like you, you have a primary, and then you supplement. Yes. So then when I met Ken, he said, oh, you know, let's do a swingers thing. What does that mean? He said, that's couples. Are, oh, okay. So dating as a couple was kind of odd to me. It's like, okay, how does that work? Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like I said, a, a dear friend um, said, oh, you've got a perfect house for parties. Okay. We actually built another room in our in our Parker house. Okay. We we built um because I, I believe you were at the Parker house at the first yeah, party. I think so. no, no, no. No, I think okay. the first nope. party was at the summer house. Yep. Okay. Ah, okay. So we, we were at the Parker house and we actually built a room in the basement that had the two rooms and the and the glory bunk in it. Oh, and oh I, wow. And I had curtains and everything else. And um, we built that room and we threw a party and it was the first party we'd ever been to. <laughs> the first house party. No way. You we, guys we, threw I, your own house party and it was the first one and, yeah. he, and he was talking about the ranch and, and we have oh my god so and, how did you know what to prep and like did you we had help we had okay help. yes yeah. yes and there and there was another um there was another couple that had lifestyle parties that local, they had local lifestyle uh-huh and so their their household parties are really well known and uh, so they came in and kind of co-hosted with us. Oh, that's and awesome. so they gave us information. And then they weren't that's able cool. to follow through at the last minute. They're like, okay, this is your thing. And I was freaking out. <laughs> first party. Oh yeah, my first God. party. Yeah. 250 people. Oh, wow. Stop it. <laughs> no. You guys jumped in feet first. Well, oh, yeah. that, that was the promotion of others. We just, wow. we, provi yeah. we provide the venue. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And other people promoted the heck out of it. And we had 250 people. We didn't know what was happening. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. And so we're going up and downstairs. And Kent, about, uh, I guess, every house party, we didn't even know this, but every house party has its own kind of groove. It's like at a certain time, all the clothes hit the floor. Right. Yep. So yep. Our, our house is about a 1030 house, it turns out. The, 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 witch, the witching house. The witching <laughs> <laughs> So about 11 o'clock, Ken goes, have you been downstairs? Or no, they drive me downstairs. We went into the, the room that we made. I have never seen more naked butts in the air in my life. It was awesome. 
High, high heels, four feet in the air. Yes. 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 So we're sitting there, just like, and you know, and, I mean, I wasn't even sexually aroused. I was just my happy bubbles were like, "There's so much joy in my house." <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's very true. Danielle is a remarkable gal. I've I've dated a number of women in my life and been married to more than one. And I must say that Danielle's attitude toward the lifestyle and human healthy happiness is really signature. It, it really defines the flavor of our parties. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to provide an environment where people can be who they are. Yes. They can explore and learn or observe or just watch and be absolutely comfortable in an environment where there's no judgment. Not only right. no judgment, but it's encouraged. That's right. You know, Invitation, what, but yes. invitation's not obligation. Well, That's right. right. I mean, what, once, oh, once you're in the lifestyle, I, I, it sounds a well-worn phrase, but as long as we have been, and it's not been that long, <clears throat> you get used to healthy sexual attitudes. Correct. And yeah. you begin to discover how people can live if they really want to be free and open and honest instead of what society tells us we should, must do. So... That's, that's what we try to make the hallmark of our parties, where people are welcome to come, to watch, to explore, to participate if they choose. So it's and, always and it is. really comfortable. And it is. Uh, no matter what, no matter where you go, no matter if you're upstairs or downstairs, mm -hmm. you are. Everything is just always flowing so smooth. Mm -hmm. Plus, who else has such cool little cocktail tables? God, right? <laughs> oh my God! With the lights underneath. Oh my God! You the gotta whole, stop. The, the whole, whole place. setup is is amazing. Like I said. We walked in. We kind of crashed your party. I know the last time. I'm <laughs> so sorry. You so did. Sorry. That was yes. wonderful. God, we, we it took us forever getting out there, and we were just like, our we could not go 20 minutes past our fucking initial starting point, and it was like, <laughs> we oh, had to turn we forgot back. something. Oh, oh. So we finally get out there, and then it's like we come in, we're expecting to see you guys like right there, and it's just, nope. Everybody's just like. What the fuck are you doing here right now? Everybody was like, Welcome to the party. Yeah. And, and we nice. had a blast. And yeah. I just remember immediately seeing you, Ken, when we came downstairs. Mm -hmm. And you're just linen so, suit. Linen suit. Yeah. Just so flowing. chill, flowing around, checking everybody out, making sure everybody's doing good. And that's what I love about it. It's so, you just feel really comfortable yeah. there. You don't, as a woman, you don't feel like you have to cover up or you need to feel unsafe or like I went on every floor I had to pee so I immediately yeah. had to go all the way upstairs because the bathrooms right. were downstairs mm -hmm. were busy and so I, it's just the comfortability is something that's hard to find good thank you and you guys nail it thank Wonderful. you yeah. yeah one million percent that is the goal that is yeah. for yeah. people that's to feel exactly comfortable goal, yeah. and safe Mm -hmm. And that's it's, it's important. I mean, yeah. we, we've talked about this um, once, of course, the duties at the door with registration and things are over. Then we like to be ambassadors more than any other thing. And that mm -hmm. is to just kind of mix and mingle with people, seek out those individuals or couples that might be off in a corner or sitting alone and just go up and say hi and say, gee, how you been? What's been your experience? What would you like to do? Is there anything I can help you with? Is there anybody I can help introduce you to? Mm -hmm. Try to just let them know that they're welcome here and that. They can really be themselves in a non-judgmental environment. So that's kind of what we try to do. And you guys do. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thanks. Thank you. So leading up to these amazing parties, you struggled. So that first party, it sounds like, was amazing. It was. But you got a little backlash, unfortunately, from within the community. Mm. <laughs> Even before the first party. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. yeah. It started yeah. before the first party. And it's interesting you say from within the community, that's true, but we didn't know that for a long time. Yeah, oh. we, we believe I, that it, there was a religious group. Exactly. That oh. was I read that in yeah. your post. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, okay. That's where I personally thought it was coming from. Mm-hmm. Which would make sense. We'd, we'd right. talked to some different people around, and, and there, we knew that there were some uh, associated efforts with or very coordinated efforts with other organizations and other parties that were going on, and we thought, okay, could be, but of course you can never prove anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we didn't learn where the, where the attacks were really coming from, which, as you mentioned, were within the community for, gee, a couple of till, years. Till about last year. Yeah. yeah. So Holy crap. But you were approached uh, um, at a hardware store by uh, a sheriff before the party even happened. Whoa. Before the first party even happened? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> well, these, these folks, which yes. will remain unnamed for our purposes, were very good at what they did. Um, they wanted to attack all house parties. At least that's what the word on the street was. And that, that word proved to be correct. Well, yeah. the only thing we can tell you is what happened to us. Yes. There, there were similar things that happened to other groups, mm-hmm. other parties, other organizations. And we don't have any uh, evidence one way or the other whether they were involved or not. But the, let's just say the tactics were very similar. Uh, but in our case, yeah, Danielle's correct. Uh, they, this, this attack started even before our parties actually took place. The first party took place. As soon as the information and the word of the party got out and and promotions started to happen, I was at Home Depot one day and I got a call on my uh, phone that said, this is uh, Deputy so-and-so from the Dakota County uh, Sheriff's Department. I wonder wonder if we could come and talk to you. I said, well, I said, well, I'm at Home Depot right now. You want me to come? I said, no, why don't you stay right there? I'll come talk to you. So he he met me in the parking lot of Home Depot. Oh, wow. What? And he confronted me. He says, uh, Mr. Hampshire, yes, yes. We had, he verified identification. He says, I, uh, we have word uh, that you are running a house of pro- an illegal house of prostitution. You're selling alcohol to minors. <laughs> You're selling drugs uh, out of wow. your house and blah, 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 blah. And I kind of looked at him incredulously. And I said, well, kind of took me aback at first. I think, you know, how do I respond to this? <laughs> right. <laughs> I said, well, you know, we do have a 420-friendly B&B. Uh, we work with two different attorneys in the marijuana industry. Mm-hmm. We've worked and talked with the, the police department and, and zoning people. We, we're absolutely legal. And in fact, I hope you can come back to the house and take a look at our facility. As far as the group orgy thing in the House of Prostitution, the only thing I can say is we're a sex-healthy environment. We do have a hot tub. And sometimes people's swimsuits come off when they're in the hot tub. And I'm not going to say they can't do that. He goes, right. you're good. I just had to check up. You're fine. Mm-hmm. He was out of there. No, no problem at all. But you can see how effective those anonymous complaints to a, either yes, police right. or zoning organizations can be because you can't confront your accuser. Right. They right. can do it totally anonymously. Right. And they can, whoever wants to attack someone can use legal, professional, governmental or, or police law enforcement organizations to be their lapdogs to do their bidding for them, and there's they, nothing you can do about it. Right. Oh, my God. It's yeah, so it's, scary. It's pretty it remarkable. So, so scary. The, the first contact was from the sheriff's department, and mm-hmm. then the police department, because what happened, um, over the over the course of events, the sheriff's department got um, came out twice. The police department came out twice. So, and what? Because, I mean, enough complaints were yes. made. To, and they finally said, well, what, well, and... So that we During had conversations. The events they came no, out? no, we before. had we had conversations with them before the events, but it turned out good for us okay. because right. that's when we found out that we could not offer alcohol Legally. for a donation yeah. because that oh. is construed as selling alcohol. So that's why uh, we were the one of the only parties on the circuit that had a BYOB 
Okay. Oh wow, that's uh-huh. how it started. So, and so why everybody stuff. else does it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're 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 BYOB self serve. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so we're not, we're not penalizing anybody. And by the way, you know, your, your bottle is cheaper than a glass somewhere else. Right. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> good point. And it's just the way you like. Yes. So you know, and it's like the rest of part. You you bring what you like and you share it with your friends. Right. Danielle brings up. But that works with the alcohol too. But but actually, so we call them uh, um, the, the the anonymous assholes for being our friends, because <laughs> that's what we said is uh-huh. you know thank you anonymous assholes for bringing for making sure that our parties are perfectly legal. Right. right. Because then yeah. you had to hit everything right on the we dot. Did. Boom boom. In fact, boom. the night of our party, we were told that there would be a DUI check, and there was. There were signs. There will be DUI checks in our neighborhood the night of that party, and that happened. And again, we're glad because oh. that kept our party safe. Thank right. you very much. Thank yeah. you. The, the, well, everybody, yeah, if you're good, if you're going to drink, get an Uber. The, you yeah. know, two hundred and fifty promiscuous, responsible adults. What better way to promote the community? Right. right. Bang, baby. Bang. That, yeah. Oh yeah. God, that's how you came in. Oh hell yeah! I yeah. love it. Hell yeah! Now the, they they actually put a traffic sign. Yes. Uh, on the street leading into our little community, mm-hmm. a traffic sign, a DUI warning, DUI sign. Yeah. That yeah, wow. for, it was the, real. for the night of our party. For the night wow. of your party. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Specifically for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We, are yes. that, we have that much impact. Famous. Yeah. Yeah. About famous with Douglas. stay longer. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I We're know. famous with Douglas County law enforcement. Oh, fuck so, yeah. And, but the, the bottom line on that is we found a context of what happens when you get more complaints is that we really do not enjoy being used as a weapon right. for our citizen. Yes. So if, if we get a the sheriff department said, if we get a call in, this case is closed. Yeah. I said, what if it's a yes. new complaint? Said, we can't investigate you any further. This case is closed. The police department said the same Bam. thing. Unfortunately, so, it didn't so end there. It yes, didn't end there. No, 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 no. Yes, I, right? So then Those they anonymous went, assholes found out. Well, well, the <gasps> thing that we learned, yeah. and, and in the investigations of the sheriff department and then zoning, and zoning is really what caught us because... Uh, according to our zoning at the time, which was a uh, residential district, we couldn't legally operate a B&B in a residential district. Well, nobody can in Douglas County without a special permit. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you could name a dozen of them that are operating anywhere. And we said, right. So how is this right. equal Douglas justice County under the law? Douglas County issued four permits for Airbnb. Only four? Yeah. yeah wow. I'm sure there's way more than four people oh, in Douglas County. But the commissioner it. responds to complaints only. They only do an investigation if someone complains. Well, how convenient. Right. Well, Hmm. the perpetrators of this attack were very knowledgeable. They knew how to use both the police and zoning department to Mm -hmm. do their bidding. And so as a result of all of the interviews and investigations, we ended up having to close our B&B, which was one of our sources of income at our property in Parker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we were forced to put that house on the market, put it up for sale. We sold it. And then we went looking specifically for homes that were zoned Mm B&B, and there were like six properties in the greater Denver area. That was about it. Oh, Oh, wow. Really? And fortunately, Summit House was one of those. Okay. Yeah, baby. So so as Danielle says, our asshole friends actually did us a pretty good favor because Summit House became a much better iteration in its second yes. generation oh, yeah. than it was in yes. its first. Oh, my God. I love How it. big was your was the first house? About 6,700 square feet. How big okay. is the new house? 8,500. 8, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. So anyone with a vacuuming fetish, <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> it would be oh. even better if they came and did it nude, right? <laughs> I said fetish. Yeah, see? Now, moving into this house was so much fun. Um, 
It was seven days because we do have the 420 B&B, and that mm-hmm. is our bread and butter. Um, so it was six days between receiving the key and getting our first B&B guest. Oh, wow. And we have insane friends all from the lifestyle community. They would come out every night after work. We had people come out from um, the uh, Colorado Springs area. Canyon City. And spend, and, wow. spend, and spend the night. And so we did have naked house scrubbing parties. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. my God. Yeah. So just getting it ready for... It, there, there, there's, there's a little sense of divinity in six days. You should come to Dan and Dan Hill's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Right? Oh, man. And what a community, too. Right. When, when you guys needed some help, everybody stepped up. Oh, right. Yeah. Just like, hey, what do you need? And we yeah. will be there. And every, they were. They were. Yeah. Every party. Ken, Danielle, what do you need us to bring? What do you need exactly. us to do? When yeah. you, would you like us to be there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Oh That's my gosh. awesome. And and it's awesome that you didn't let any of the, I guess, roadblocks or <laughs> speed bumps <laughs> stop you from doing this because the parties are fun. They've turned out great. And like right. I said, hands down, they're the best house parties that we've been to in terms Thanks. of from Thank beginning to end, from registration to your food to the cleanliness mm-hmm. to God, if you want to stay the night. Right. And then yes. get up in the morning and have fucking brunch. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> we love Sunday them. brunch. That's God. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to speak God. to something that you said, though, too, is in being able to move forward. Mm-hmm. Ken and I are, are in a unique position. Mm-hmm. We don't have to hide. Right. Mm-hmm. There That's is true. nobody who doesn't know how we live. Right. We don't have, um, we're not in government employees. We, we don't can't have. Be, we can't be held hostage. Right. 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 Our families know our lives. Um, oh, there's nobody who. <laughs> oh yes, they do. <gasps> Who in your family doesn't know your life? Uh, um, maybe my my mom even has a hint. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you, just how much, how well does my do my kids know dad? Well, I can tell you a story. Of course, the the, the ranch. Everybody knows the ranch here uh-huh. in town, and I was a member out there for a couple of years, and so we would go two or three or four times a month because okay. you can go as many times as you want when right. you're an mm-hmm. annual member. So we'd been there, oh heavens, this was prior to my lovely Danielle's days, but uh, so I was there with another gal and uh, we were having a wonderful conversation with a couple we'd just met. And all of a sudden I noticed someone out of the corner of my eye that I knew my date would want to know was there. And so I very rudely interrupted their conversation and I said, I don't mean to interrupt, but look right over there. And here comes my oldest daughter and son-in-law approaching. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Stop Things it. you so, have to look forward to. Right? right? We, were, we were just talking about we something were. like this, this scenario, like, earlier this week. How? Oh, fuck. It was so funny because my daughter and her husband were sitting at the little, the little love seat next to the pool room. Oh, and they got there before we did. And they were, and they'd been there 10, 12 times. We had no idea. Oh. And our wires had never crossed before. And so they were sitting there that night. They told us this later, of course. We were just talking to each other about different things and said, well, dear, who would you least like to see us <laughs> here at the ranch? And my daughter says, well, probably my, my old boyfriend, so-and-so. And I, you know, I can understand that. And she said, how about you? And, uh, and, and my son-in-law says, well... He thought about it a minute. 
probably my father-in-law. <laughs> she said, 10 minutes later, well, don't look now because he just walked in. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of the talk of the ranch. <laughs> but then um, your, your son and his oh, wife yeah, helped set up the AVI for the uh, first two parties. Oh, wow. And they're not, they're not engaged in the lifestyle, but, I mean, who doesn't love dressing up? Right. right. And, they were, and they're not afraid of flesh. So, I mean, when, when he walked, when your son walked into the bedroom and I'm getting dressed for the party, I was like, hi, this is your dad's new girlfriend. <laughs> you know, he's like, meh, and walked out. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, Which, you left out a very important part where your, your girlfriend was getting ready. You neglect to say what state of um, dress you were in. Well, I had all the important parts. I had the fishnets and the pearls on. <laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, well, the important parts are not Welcome out. to Everything the, the family. And <laughs> needs to be normalized. Absolutely. I mean, exactly. And that's what we're talking about. Is, is not just nudity. Yeah. But it's, we, want to, we want to normalize natural. Right. Mm -hmm. What's natural? Thank you very much. So you run, into your, you run into your kids at the ranch. So at this point, everybody knows your lifestyle. Pretty mm -hmm. much. And that was unique to you guys because they couldn't, nobody could use it against you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that put, that put us in a unique position. Uh -huh. So going forward, it's not like we could be compromised. Other people who were also under attack um, mm. there, they were compromised within their communities. Um, we know of somebody who lost their job what? because of this, the, the, the crock pot episode yes. specifically, he lost his job. Oh, wow. Um, there were, and for, for some people, there were custody issues that came up as a result of this. Uh. There were people who, um, actually, no, no. and we oh can't say God. that these same people were responsible no. for these no. things, but Similar the tactics attacks. were identical. Right. Similar attacks. Yeah. Um, there, there. In one case, there were people who were not even actively involved in the lifestyle, but they provided venue for lifestyle, um, for lifestyle events, and letters were sent to their children's school and to his place of employment. Wow. So, it's senior it, executive at a bank, and he got letters to them. Stop to the bank. it! And so, these people have no conscience. So, right? so this is not about protecting the community when you're actually hurting people, yeah. right. their right. children their income, where they live, that's not protecting anything. That's straight out yeah, attack. Yeah. That's and over lies. That's so vile. Over lies. Yeah, because it's not like they just, it's not like they're telling the truth that we're, you know, these are all adults. We're all consenting adults. We're right. all, there's no exchange of funds going on. You know, we're not, right. mm -hmm. <laughs> this, that's not the case. We're, right. And when you lump in that there's, children involved or right. alcohol given to minors or illegal drugs involved, all of that stuff, it has even more consequences. You know, it blows mm -hmm. something that's nothing into right. something that's big. In fact, that's something that, that I do. I mean, I, I grow mama bears sometimes, but that's one when you said, you know, because of, we run so many different businesses out of our home. Right. We've got the B&B &B, and then Ken has an online business. We have another business outside of that and all of, all of us run through our homes. So we are very, very careful. Right. So it is explicit. I have actually kicked people out of our parties for having illegal drugs on our premises. Oh, yes. Because yes. alcohol is legal. Marijuana is legal. Mushrooms are decriminalized within Denver, but not at our house. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Oh, because because they're, they're, yeah, they're it's a different county and they're not legal. They're decriminalized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm all about normalizing natural. People can do what they want to do, but we will not compromise no, not our household. No. Yep. And so there are no illegal activities yeah. permitted, even passively. I won't even nod and wink. That's got to go. No. Good stuff. And, and Good a, stuff. in a larger perspective, this whole experience has taught us the one thing that must never be compromised, and that is privacy. Mm -hmm. And the fact that 
these people actually went to Cassidy to mm-hmm. our RSVP page, took those pictures of people, our own screenshot. guests, mm-hmm. screenshots, facial pictures, copied them and sent them throughout our whole neighborhood to everybody, except us, of course. Yes. That violated the most sacred trust of the lifestyle. Thank you. And, yes. Thank and you. that, you know, we, we knew that we would probably get a little backlash from pointing the finger as we did. Um, and we certainly got some from Cassidy. We can't blame them because we violated their, their rules of conduct on Cassidy. Mm-hmm. But it was so important an issue. It had to be done. It had to be Agreed. stated. This stuff cannot be allowed to go no. on. Period. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a call for the community to step up. And, That's exactly right. And put our foots down and say, you know, we're not okay with this. Thank you, Justin. Mm-hmm. Take that That's somewhere perfect. else. Yes. Because it's about supporting each other. There's enough room, like we've said over and over and over. There is, uh, we could open up 10 more clubs. There could be 50 more house parties every weekend. And more people would openly attend. Exactly. Yes. It would just cause the community to be bigger. It's not going to take away from anybody. Mm -hmm. Right. There's enough beds for everyone. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Right. Right. Yes. Damn it. Yeah. Plenty of beds and plenty of orphans for everybody. That's right. And And, and there are those who are willing to share. Right. All of the above mentioned. (laughs) And we've talked about this before, and it's a huge point. Um, 90% of these clubs do not have security. They're not your traditional club where you go to downtown and you go out for a drink and you have to walk through security and there's security walking around. It's not like that because we police ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. And as soon as we stop policing ourselves, that's when we're going to have issues. And so I think as a whole, whether mm-hmm. it's at a house party, whether you know it's at a club, mm-hmm. we need to make sure that we're keeping the community safe and we're right. protecting each other. It, well, even, it even goes beyond policing ourselves, I think, just in, in, in a house party situation, especially in ours, mm-hmm. it's more of a family situation. Right. That's right. I would guess, babe, what would you say? At least 50%, maybe 70% of our people have been there multiple, multiple times that we've mm-hmm. gotten to know on a very personal basis. We've yeah. done, we've gone to dinner, we've traveled with these people outside right. of parties and so on. So this is more of a family thing. Mm-hmm. And when we see something that, that is outside of acceptable norms, anybody can take action immediately. So it's, right. yeah, I, I think it's the safest possible venue right. that a person mm-hmm. could ever well, go to. And, in, and to actually enhance the safety and security issue, yes, we do have police at our party. They that's are true. naked and on the guest list. That that's true. Right. But I, they, that's right. I met somebody last time that that's way. Right. <laughs> oh, well, okay. We, we have EMTs. Right. We have first responders. Mm-hmm. We have security. They're just naked and on the guest list. Right. But when there is a crisis... The, there was a there was um, someone who, who found had, themselves in crisis, and there there were responders right there, and everything was taken care of. Um, right. You know, and it was very, felt very secure. And people commented, "Oh, we didn't realize that that kind of safety was in place." Yeah, yes, baby. Well, well, we can't yes. say that it's there every time by structure, but in, in right. most of the time, that's the yeah. case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one of the jokes that people. We we heard that there were that the police showed up at your party. I said, yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> and they only stayed for three hours. Yeah, yeah. They're in the basement downstairs. <laughs> That's right. Excuse yes. me, ma'am. Uh, we're going to need an in-depth questionnaire, please. <laughs> <laughs> Cavity search. Cavity search. <laughs> so, what does your future look like for these parties? More. Yeah. Um, I and I I don't think more on a quantity standpoint, but but more and better parties yeah hopefully the more people that find out that they have an opportunity to explore mm-hmm. and experience uh, hopefully we'll have more guests that come and enjoy daniel and, and 
and all the good food and stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all, all the good stuff. What happens when you get new people? Do you ever get people that have oh, yeah, yeah, never yeah. been yeah. in the lifestyle oh, whatsoever? The we have all the time. Yes. Okay. Every party. We, we, we're, yes. okay. we're told yeah. we have a reputation that we're a safe place for new people to be. Mm-hmm. I've okay. never been to a party, but I was told it's a good place to be. We love having them because, as you know, um, we give – well, when people get there on time, they get a house tour. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, luckily we already know all the rules. (laughs) So anyone who hasn't been there before, they get a house tour. And so while we're we're not just showing them the footprint, we're also introducing them to the environment. This is is the vibe. This is what you expect. This is where you can step in. This is where you can step out. Um, And so they're they're given all that. And if you have any questions, find us. If we're not available, talk to these people because they're part of our family and you can talk to them as well. Because sometimes you don't want to talk to mom and dad. You just want to talk to somebody who, you know, one of the cool kids. Right. Um, Yeah, you can never tell when they're just trying to tell you a story. Right. <laughs> now, at one point, we actually got um, walkie-talkies, and yeah. they're, they're, they're just bright, colorful, like, you know, family-going camping walkie-talkies. Mm-hmm. And we put them around, and somebody said that made them feel really safe and secure. Huh. It's just okay. seeing that they were there, knowing that somebody could communicate anything, dirty towel or bad behavior. Right. Right, you know? right then. Yeah. Bam. It's, yes. like a, it's like a lifestyle ski patrol. Right. <laughs> skiing. Got it. Ski, skiing is one of our favorite events in the hot tub. How does so that much, happen, Daniel? So much skiing takes place in the hot tub. Really? Absolutely. Double pole. A little slalom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know where she's going with that. Oh, yeah. We've got skiers. We've got snorkelers. <laughs> Cross country. Oh, down yeah. Hill. All of it. All of it. Well, and, yes, the... we have a hot tub. Yes, you do. You, mm-hmm. you tell yes. them how we came up with the glory bunk. I was, well. Yes. Well, I'll let you tell that story. I will tell you a, a story about the glory so bunk as well. So many stories. But it's, a, but it's a different aspect. So you mentioned the, the house tours and the, and the tours when people come for the first time. So mm-hmm. we show them around the house so they're f- comfortable and familiar where the bathrooms are and the different playrooms and what, where they are, what goes on there and mm-hmm. how they're, and you know, the open door, the closed door, mm-hmm. etiquette, and all those kinds of things which are so important. And then we go into our glory bunk, our playroom. I know. And and yes. they look and they say, well, this is very interesting. This is very good. This is very fun. And, oh, we have bunks over here. That's wonderful. And they get ready to walk. And I say, no, no, look more closely at the bunk. Mm-hmm. And so they bend down and they take a look up at the, 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 the third bunk and they see these two holes there. And then you see their brains starting to process. Yep. And <laughs> the gears are turning around and they're going, well, what? Because now a lot of your listeners probably understand a glory bunk or a glory mm-hmm. hole, what that means. But... Some people aren't. This right. Is true. And they look at that and they go, well, how does that work? And they're thinking, hey, and we just kind of give them a few minutes and figure it out, figure it out. And then when I have a group of, of group of guys there, or I'll take the guys aside, the gals are standing there, and I'll just say, listen, gentlemen, let me just tell you this. Until you're in that middle bunk and there's a wonderful woman up top with her boobs hanging, you say, you haven't lived until you got a pair of boobs hanging in your face. <laughs> right there. Yes, sir. And the way I introduce it, too, is like, you know, we've got the double mattress, and we have this wedge pillow. We've got this lovely wedge pillow because sometimes your neck gets tired. We want our guests yes. to be comfortable. Yes, that is correct. You should tell them your story about you in the bottom bunk that time. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, so one winter, our, we uh, had the smallest party ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we had three couples show up. Yep. Oh, wow. So there were eight of us. It was a that was a February blizzard, and it uh, was arguably the most infamous party, however. 
Well, not, it wasn't infamous. There, there was no, no fame involved. But it, it, it was entirely delightful because, well, I mean, we actually got to go on the rides. Oh, it, was, wow. it was almost like Disneyland. So we, yeah. we went from room to room, yeah. from feature to feature. All and we did us. it in all eight of us because, you know, we didn't yeah. have So it would be like at, at an amusement park. Right. And so we got, we, we, we went to the, uh, we got in the room with the glory bunk and there was a woman on top. And the glory bunk has two holes, so you have access to the memories and to the glory spots. <laughs> and so there were three men standing there giving her all kinds of attention. And But th this is a three-tier bunk. Oh, yeah. And I'm going, oh, there's a bottom bunk. So I crawled into the end, and I had a glockenspiel. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> Danielle, <laughs> what could you mean by that? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and it's funny because they're, they're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And it got real quiet. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they're giving and getting. And I was just <laughs> so happy. The, the, the fondling at the top suddenly stopped. And what? What? Attention is redirected. <laughs> and then it continued. <laughs> I love it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You guys have a million stories, I bet. And you have everything. You have a Sibian in the yes. other room. Yeah. And you have a cross. Yes. Yeah. Ruby, she's new. Yes. Oh. <laughs> she has a name? I didn't yes. know that. She know, right? does. <laughs> so uh, that's one thing. Because, again, I come more from the BDSM side. And I, and I was surprised to find out that um, the swingers community in general is still fairly heteronormative. Yes. There's not a lot of room for man-on-man. I know, right? Yeah. There's not a lot of room for, there's a lot of, um, not a lot of understanding about the nature of what I call percussive play. Uh, many of our friends, in fact, that's, a, that's one of my fun stories, is uh, many of our friends really have the impression that any kind of percussive play is abusive or degradation. Um, and they're, you know, why would anybody want to be hit type thing? Mm -hmm. and, and anyone who engages that must be abusive. Well, one of our, in fact, it, um, yeah, we used to give out, um, we used to have a, a, a door prizes. Mm -hmm. okay. And so somebody won one of those cute little crops. You know, it's, it's just a, a little leather heart on oh, one yeah. end. And another thing. Well, and then uh, she and she won that. It turns out she has a very natural wrist. <laughs> and she smacked her husband on the butt, and he did not like that. Oh. But, but, there were, but, but there was another young woman said, oh, you could try that on me. And so we had um, what a uh, woman that is identifies as a pain slut. She actually is aroused oh, by gosh. intense sensation. So what's really nice about having a pain slut in the house is you can't break them when you're learning. <laughs> <laughs> so this young woman was bent over a bar stool, and the, and the, the new woman was giving her you know, lots of action. People are, were in the room. There are about six other, women, uh, six other men and women sitting in the room. They're like, we're not sure how we feel about this. Mm -hmm. and, um, but I know it was relatively light play. And so the woman that was bent over went up on her heels, and I grabbed the other woman by the wrist and said, you need, this is where you need to wait. You need to go in and use the smooth spot part of the, of the paddle. Mm -hmm. You need to touch her, go drive your hand up her back, whisper in her ear, make sure that she's okay, check in with her. Right. And then don't touch her again until, um, you know, percussively until she brought her heel back. And I'm saying this out loud. I was a high school teacher. I can project a very quiet voice so that everyone can hear me. So I made sure everyone in the room was involved. And so she dropped back on her heels, and then she went back up, pap, 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 pap. Woman went up on her heels. The entire room went, <gasps> When she came down, went, <gasps> as in, get her. And at that point, the entire room, who wasn't sure how they even felt about someone being struck in any way, mm -hmm. they're engaged in energy exchange, oh, yeah. breath play, mm -hmm. power oh, play. Yeah. And every time she went up, they're like, oh! and the whole room held. And then she dropped, they're like, 
<laughs> and it was awesome. And I and I oh, turned around and, and then we then we talked about it. we actually had a we had a debrief in a sex right. party. Mm -hmm. Since so how do you guys feel about that? So that was hot. Well, because it's constantly education. Yeah. Sex yeah. is fun. There's always new that, things to try. That. There's always new things to learn. There's, oh, let's, what if we do that? And what if we put that there? <laughs> uh -huh. It's a game. None it of it's is. serious. It is. And you, nobody's, nobody's mastered at all. Cause, no. Because yeah. a different partner <coughs> can mean you learn something new or try something different or have access to different areas. And <laughs> it's, it's all, you know, it's all yeah. education all the time. Yeah. You're always mm -hmm. learning. Oh man. So that's where Ruby came in. A friend of ours a friend of ours made a cross for me. Uh-huh. And I just finished painting a room upstairs red. Okay. Um, a one wall, an accent wall. And I'm going, Am I really gonna paint a cross red? So why not? They're usually brown or black. I said, I've got this red paint. And so Ruby. Right. Oh, and she, I love it. Love it. And that's why Ruby has her own room also. People can step in mm -hmm. and watch or I'm not sure how I feel about that and step out again. Uh-huh. And we and we have some friends who are very active in the BDSM community. They're like, Can we do this out in the main room? So we, no. We have to be somewhat concerned. Um, a lot of our guests are not that familiar with the BDSM side. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we try to give them the opportunity to taste if they choose. Mm -hmm. And we'll try to put those off to one side or in a little private corner so that mm -hmm. everyone doesn't feel that they're obligated to take part right. or that it's a part of the ordinary turn of events. But it does give them the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So. I, I like you said. I think that's important. People can explore, can right. can can try new things, or at least witness new things. Mm -hmm. If try, if they want. So and yeah. that, that goes into the comfort comfortability level, right. you know, because sure. it's just off to the side, you and know, and, and yeah. your own and room, we're not closeted. Yeah, when we closet it, we're not shaming that behavior that's at, right. all. at all. But we also don't know who has past experiences that are going to be triggered by something that they see or hear, and we don't want them to feel unsafe. Yeah. But you know what? It makes it fun because each room, like you said, is a ride. Yeah. So you go in one room and it, there's beds in the Sibian and then the other room there's the glory hole bed and then there's the cross. And the last time we were there in that in the basement living room, they were yeah. doing tying. Uh, uh, tying and um, um, hot wax. And hot wax. Yes. Yep. Yes. And so and then you go outside and you have the, the hot, hot tubs. Tub. Yeah. And then you have your 420 friendly room. That's mm -hmm. downstairs as well. We, we remove all the 420 elements because all smoky is outside at that yep. point. At, at the parties. Yep. Now, yep. now, that one room, that what we call the garden room, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. during um, for B&B, &B, uh -huh. we have the, the, so those, those awesome cocktail tables. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are in that room. And oh. that's where we have the volcano and the e-nail and paper and the, the, the pipes and bugs. I've got all the glassware. People need to oh, show up with nice. their bud only. Oh, that's awesome. Butter, Amazing. wax, or concentrate. Yeah, all the toys are there because who's going to travel with a bong in their backpack? Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, we know some people, but it's not, yeah. it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not viable. It's not easy. not viable. So, yeah, that's uh, Summit Villa 420 is the link to the B&B. So Summit, Summit Villa 420. Right. Summit Villa 420 will take you to our Airbnb. Wonderful. Okay. And all the rooms are listed there, and you can see all the, the amenities. And people come in to see the mirror and the tiger. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. that and, big mirror. And, yeah, yeah, and Oliver. Oliver. People come to see Oliver too. He was in bed by the time they got there. Who was Oliver? He's our little year-old Bichon puppy. And you guys got a puppy. Since people the, love him. He wasn't him. out when he we was. Were, he was in bed. He was sleeping because he was in bed. Our mom was busy. <laughs> <laughs> mom, mom was busy when we showed up. <laughs> we didn't see her for about the first I, hour and a half. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't see yeah. mom for a while. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. all right. Yeah, oh, and yeah. you know what else I love is your huge um, pinwheel in the backyard. That Isn't that thing, fun? Oh, I fell in love with it right away. I was we like, we oh learned God. after the fact, mm -hmm. after we 
sold our house in Parker and moved to Watkins. We learned after the fact through, well, through direct conversation, I guess, with, with our neighbors, but the comments were very plain to understand. But one of the things that really bothered our more conservative neighbors in Parker was the fact that we had a gay pinwheel in the backyard, multicolored what they say the offensive the, pinwheel, and it took us a while to figure out what was offensive about it's our rain, pinwheel. Right, it's, it's rainbow, rainbow color. Oh my gosh! Yeah, offensive. I'm glad you guys moved. <laughs> I, know. I know, right? So am I. So right? glad. I mean, that, that's that's a level of judgment that didn't even enter my mind. Right? <laughs> I mean, come on, it's a pinwheel. Wow, right. that's All the pinwheels. name of the episode. The comment was, "You're taking that pinwheel with you, right?" Oh, yes. oh my God! No, yes. we're gonna multiply it and put it in everybody's backyard. Yeah, right. <laughs> need to go. Need to go through and put the little baby pinwheels in everybody's backyard. Right, right. right. God, yeah, it's not, amazing but to me. Even, our, I, I our, couldn't even fathom that. But our that. neighbors now are fabulous. We told them all at the first party at this location, uh -huh. we're gonna throw a party, and it's not that you're not welcome. We just want to make sure you're comfortable. And they're like, "What is it? Well, it's gonna be a toga party, and togas fall off." Mm -hmm. Like, okay. We're all out here on the plane, so we don't have to worry about what anybody else does. Right. One neighbor complains that our parties are too quiet. She goes, if people are having fun, I want to at least hear the music. <laughs> and that's a, stop it. That's oh our next door neighbor. God. Another neighbor behind us said, well, can I come to your party? I said, do you have your wife's permission? He goes, no. I said, well, when you work that out, you can come to the party. Right. He goes, well, if you see lights flashing in the, in the distance, he goes, that's my binoculars. I said, we will make sure that we all wave to you from the balcony. <laughs> so every party, I make sure that there's a couple pairs of tits out there waving at the neighbors. Oh, my God. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do. I know. It's amazing to me we're, what people get, we'll get upset about. A comedy. Isn't it, though? A colorful yes, you pinwheel. Are. Yes. Colorful. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a pinwheel. So this morning we were getting our coffee, and I'm sure you guys have heard of the expression FOMO. Yeah. Fear of missing out. Yes. And so at Starbucks, they had little post-it notes of people putting positive phrases. And one of them was get used to, get used to FOPO, and it's fear of other people's opinions. Like, who gives right. a fuck? <laughs> right. Like, if you are that upset because my pinwheel has lots of colors, then you need something better to do with your life. It's called therapy. <laughs> right. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> a well, lot of yeah. it. A lot of it. <laughs> I can't thank you guys enough for coming on the show. And before we leave, Ken, you brought something that I, I would did. love for you to read. I'd love to read it. Yeah, because, uh, you know, it. It's beautiful. I, I stumbled across this a few months back, and it is so encapsulated the attitude that I personally have about human sexuality, but it also, I think, defines much of what we try to accomplish at our house parties. Okay. And it simply says this, patriarchy teaches us that sex for women is a giveaway, while for men, it is a takeaway. She saves herself gives herself to the right one, and then her virginity is lost. In this equation, there's nothing in sex that's for her to take, whereas he takes and scores, and there's nothing in sex for him to give. When her mind is programmed to give, she struggles to say no. When his mind is programmed to take, he struggles to accept no. Trying to teach consent without first eradicating 
purity culture and normalizing female pleasure is like trying to teach a bird how to fly after you've chopped off its wings. I love that. Purity culture. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much. Mm. I love how beautiful you two souls are. I know. Thank Thank you you. for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so very much. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, we really appreciate it. You know, all we can hope from this is that this is all put to bed. That nobody has to go through what you guys have gone through in the past or other people in our community have suffered through. Because as a community in a whole, we love each other and we Uh want to be supportive of each other. And we're very supportive of you guys and we really appreciate you coming here and supporting us. Mm. Thank you. Indeed. I cannot believe something so bad happened to something so great people. people that are so great. I cannot believe that. But it's out now. It so, is. So, now, like you said, the community takes care of itself. Because it was done in secret, there was no recourse. Right. Now that it's known, if anybody were to step out and engage in this kind of behavior again, they would be shut down hard. As they right. should be. Yes. And if anybody out there is more interested, um, you guys have an open letter to the community that's yes. on Cassidy.com. Uh, what's your Cassidy? It's not, it's not on no. Cassidy. Oh, I'm no. sorry. Okay. No, it's no, going to no, be no. on our website. It'll it be, on, be our on our website. Right. It's an open letter to the community. and I Because really think we name Cassidy members, it could not be put on Cassidy. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I think that, you know, if, as a community, we should all educate ourselves on this because only you. we can prevent forest fires. Excellent. <laughs> that's, thank, that's, right, that's right, Smokey. That's right, Smokey. Go, Smokey. <laughs> All right, Ishes, you know where to find us. Go to monogamishpodcast.com and check out that letter. Make sure, you know, you understand that we're all here to be su- uh, inclusive and supportive of everybody in this community, whether it's the BDSM, kink community, or the swinger community. We all want you to live your best lives. So make sure you go check it out. Have a great day, Ishes. Bye. Bye.